0: Hello, my loves. Welcome to the Soul Rhythm Podcast, a place for you to get out of your box and into your soul, so you can feel inspired and empowered to live that soul lit life that you've deserved all along. I'm your host, Carla Marconi. I'm a holistic business coach, mindset and NLP expert, breathwork and yoga facilitator, and hypnotherapist. In this podcast, you'll get a blend of inspiring experts and soul guided magical messages from yours truly. To uplift and ignite your soul so you can fire that inner critic and finally own those whispers and deep desires to be and do more because you're so worthy of it. Are you ready to finally realize how magical you are? Let's dive right in. What's up, loves? Welcome to episode 29 of the Soul Rhythm Podcast. I'm so excited for today. I'm coming to you live from LA where I'm doing my master practitioner training for NLP. Um, So fair warning that you might hear a little background noise. I'm not using the best microphone because it's my travel microphone. Um, So I apologize ahead of time. I honestly don't think it'll be a big deal, but if you do notice, I apologize ahead of time. Today, we are going to talk about the six principles for success. And these are actually derived from the NLP model. And before we dive into the topic, I do want to just kind of demystify NLP. NLP stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. And it's basically the programming of our minds and how we talk to ourselves, how we strategize making decisions. And I'm not saying like strategize like how you... Tangibly strategize. It's literally ha- like every single step you do in your mind before you make a decision. Like, what is the trigger? How do you negotiate with yourself whether you make the decision or not? And then ha- what happens right before you make the decision? And so it's how we talk to ourselves, how our subconscious functions. And then as practitioners, as leaders, as managers, as business owners, as, and honestly, as human beings, how can we use our language and how we communicate that also includes your physiology, so how you stand, the energy that you give off, your tonality, the pitch of your voice, the cadence of your voice, and all these different aspects. How can you use that to communicate more effectively to everyone around you so that your message comes across how you want it to come across so that you can really own 100% of the responsibility in the communication and so that you can achieve ultimately more of what you want. How cool is that, right? Another piece of NLP is that NLP actually stands for modeling excellence. And what that means is that NLP the the or the science of NLP believes that there are a certain number of steps and strategies that make somebody successful or not within a a uh a career or a, like something it could be even like sports it could be business it could be speaking and so within NLP what they've done is they gather all the people that are successful within an area and they identify the common themes because success leaves clues and then they break it down into into the principles of what makes them successful so today we're going to talk about in general in life the six principles for success. So these are derived from NLP, and they are true and tried principles that have come from thousands of successful people that, again, we've noticed how success has left clues, and these are the commonalities of the things that they've applied. So um, let's just dive right in. All right, so number one is going to be to always know your outcome. And an outcome is is technically like a goal. Um, in NLP, we like to call it an outcome because an outcome is actually a result. Like it's something that happens. It's not um, like feeling happy or feeling content. That would be a state. So an outcome is something that you can see, hear, and feel. For example, let's say that my goal is that next month I want to make ten thousand dollars in my launch program. So I have to make it time bound. So I said next month. Let's say by the end of the month. So on August thirtieth, I, uh, ma- I will be I will make. I make. So you have to do it in present tense. Excuse me. I have made ten thousand dollars. I see it in my bank account. I hear my Stripe account go cha-ching as payments come through. And I feel so purposeful and honored to be able to serve all these clients with my program. You see how it's really, really tangible and you can see it, you can hear it, and you can feel it. So having that outcome being specific not only allows you to know when you've achieved it, but it also allows you to strategize how you're going to get there, okay? Okay. You can have clarity because a big part of why people get stuck and they don't achieve their goals is because they have multiple goals. And so when we make it really, really specific, then you kind of like get real with yourself or at least I recommend you would, you should. Um, Then you say, okay, this is not a priority. This is not a priority. This is my priority. This is what I'm going to focus on. And that way you have a clear direction. And if you're sitting here and you're like, Carla, I have so many ideas, I have all these options, I don't know what to do next, Uh, do I launch a group program, do I launch a one on one, do I launch a mastermind, do I even launch a business? Then I'm going to ask you to get off of the logical. So that's your logical mind overthinking, doubt comes through, and I'm going to ask you to tap into your unconscious. And your unconscious mind is actually 99.994% of your mind. So when you're operating from your conscious mind, you're only operating from 0.006% of your mind, which is nothing. That is the truth. So how do you tap into your subconscious mind? Super easy. You trust your gut. So if I were to say, this is a good practice, and you can do this anywhere you are. So if you're driving, just keep listening. So I want you to, on the count of three, actually not on the count of three, I want you to give me the first number that comes to mind from 50 to 61. And that first number that came to mind, that is your subconscious mind giving you an answer, not your logical mind logicalizing, like whether it's your favorite number or what number you like best or like whatever, right? So those are the answers that you want when you can't figure out. And, I, and as you get those, those little downloads, then get curious about the downloads and continue to listen. And then that's how you're going to be guided. And a really great way to do this when you're like, well, I just don't know well, if you were to know, what would be the priority outcome, right? So like, if you didn't know, well, if you were to know, what would it be? Asking yourself in that way, then adds a little more wonder, a little more possibility, because really, all the possibilities are endless. But when we are stuck in our box of you know, I'm confused, I don't know what the next step is, I don't know what my next goal is, I don't know what to do in my business, then we're stuck in our box. So we're seeing the walls of our box and allowing yourself to tap into that intuition and that bigger part of your awesomeness of your brain allows you to get outside your box. So if you were to know, what would you do next, okay? Then step two is to take real action. That's right. Take messy, massive action. What that means, and actually I added the messy, massive, massive, because I think that especially if you want things to be just right and I'm doing a quotation, air quotation, like nothing will ever be just right. Like you just literally have to jump and trust that the net will appear. So take messy, massive action. Like as soon as you are like, okay, I'm going to do this by this date. And then you just freaking do it. And then when I mean massive is like, don't play small. Like, how can you make this even bigger, even brighter, even more impactful? How can you be more in your truth? So stepping into that bigness, because the universe will return to you what you give out to the universe. So if you play small, you will be rewarded with small rewards. If you play big, you will be rewarded with, largely. Now I know that being bold and big and playing massively sometimes can be scary, especially if you're doing something for the first time, right? There's fear of judgment, there's fear of failure, fear of failure, like failure is like so, oh, I don't know. It's like, has a crown over its head sometimes from a lot of people. And the truth is, is that there's no failure. There's only feedback. So if you, if you played massively and you massively fail, right, because the universe returns in the same quantities, then you can massively learn. You can massively have feedback so that you don't do it again that way, so that you do it even better, so that you do it differently, so that you shift, so that you learn. And then that's how you transform. That's how you evolve. So taking messy, massive action is where is at, all right, so step number three. So we have first step is to always know your outcomes. Step two is to take real action, messy, massive action. Step three is going to be to pay attention to your results. And this is in every part of you, right? So you wanna see, hear, feel so that you have that awareness of what's happening, even as it's happening, right? You don't have to wait until the final results. I love seeing things as they unfold and then kind of improvising. And not everyone's the same, right? Like that's how I love to play. Like, for example, when I'm going to speak, I like to have a structure that is loose. So then I can improvise based on how my audience's personality is and how they're reacting and how I'm feeling in the moment. And then I get to wing it in, in a sense. But that gives me a sense of freedom, right? So I'm having what's called an NLP sensory acuity. So I'm seeing, hearing, and feeling into the experience and what's happening. I'm assessing my results in the moment and then I'm choosing to shift as I see fit. And again, everyone's different, but either way, whether you do it in the moment or at the end, you always want to be flexible. What's working here? What's not working? How can I do this better? is the are the results that I'm getting in line with what I actually want because okay so I'll give you another example so I am a doTERRA rep right this is actually doTERRA was the business that got me to under or made me aware of the coaching world which was such a gift and I I would say like five years ago was like I'm going all in my doTERRA business And I was doing, quote unquote, all the things, except I was on autopilot. I was doing things that were not being effective. Therefore, one, the energy exchange was not equal. So I was working really hard and not being compensated properly. And I was not moving in the, I was not making the actions that were giving me the results I wanted. What I was missing was this very step, being aware of my results so that I could shift and do something differently. So that then I could see the results shift. So shifting and being maintaining awareness of your results so you can shift and change is huge. Okay? So instead of just sticking to your rigid plan, you want to be open to having a little bit of flexibility so you can adjust. Which brings me to step four, which is to be willing to change. Now, a few weeks oh, a few weeks ago, a few days ago, I in my stories talked about being the most flexible person in the room, and it's funny because I actually feel like I've always tried to be the most flexible person in the room. I'm not very confrontational, I don't like to like judge people for what they're doing um, And for a while, I was like, "Oh, like am I playing small?" And sometimes you know, if if that's working for me because I prefer to feel in harmony with this person or because I prefer to feel in harmony in the situation, then why not just go with it, right? And so being willing to change and having behavioral flexibility can mean, actually means a lot of things. It can mean just that, right? Like being with a group of people and shifting your behavior to approach them more effectively, to connect with them more effectively. But also like every human being is different and you don't know what to expect from another human. So staying flexible to adjusting your approach based on how they are connecting with you. It can also mean literally changing the way you're doing things so that you can do it more effectively. It can also mean being willing to shed what is no longer serving you. This one's huge, right? Releasing those things that perhaps are holding you back or are, or are making you behave, not making you, but is what is allowing you to behave in a certain way. So the way that you think, the way that you feel, what you believe, those limiting decisions that you've made of, you know, people won't show up. Well, what, what makes you, when did you decide that people won't show up? to your life training right so shifting and shedding being willing to go inward and shed those blocks that are holding you back is a huge part of behavioral flexibility and being willing to change this this one's going to be huge I feel like this one's ongoing for life honestly you can apply all these principles to every day of your life not only to a specific business venture or life venture All right. So step five is to focus on excellence. And for this one, I have a cute little story. I've actually talked about this before, but not for a while. So I went to summer camp since I was like eight years old. And that's how I learned English because Spanish is my first language. So my parents sent me from Venezuela all the way up to New Hampshire. Um, And then I got to be in this camp. And the motto of the camp was my own self and my very best all the time. And I remember as a young kid just repeating this motto, you know, oh, I'm, I'm my best self. I'm going to be my best self. And then I actually went back and became a counselor. So I got to see the behind the scenes and the intentionality behind everything that we do at the summer camp. And I learned how, like, what more deeply my own self at my very best all the time means. And it's exactly what this step means. So my own self is literally just being your authentic you, like being your truth, not hiding behind the curtains, not pretending to be somebody else, not copying anybody else, not comparing yourself to anybody else, being you, staying in your own lane, honoring your path, honoring your desires and being as you as you can be. And then my own self at my very best is Part of this focus on excellence. So, being your best self. What is being your best self is, and this does not mean perfection, right? Because what is per- perfection? Perfection is an ideal; that doesn't even exist. Like what you think is perfect, I might not think is perfect. My perfection might be like completely different than yours, right? And I actually looked at the definition of perfection in the dictionary, and I want to read it to you. And I kind of chuckle because I, as I was reading it, I was like, okay, I think this is where the definition should stop. So the definition says perfection is the condition, state, or quality of being free or as free as possible. And then I thought that's where it should stop. How cool is that? Like being perfect is just being free as free as possible, except then it says from all flaws and defects. Now, again, what you might think is a flaw or a defect, I might not. What you might see, I might not see. So I say Why don't we show up being free, as free as possible, being our own best selves, meaning you're competing with your past self. And I'm pretty competitive. That's why I dropped that in there. But always striving to be better, right? It's constant, never-ending improvement. You are always striving to be better. Now, let me also mention, and I've been talking about this lately a lot, this does not mean to always be searching for more. Yes, always search for more and celebrate the now and acknowledge how far you've come to now because it's through acknowledging how far you've come to now what's gonna allow you to really own And step into that my own self piece, right? Because being your own self means you're confident, you're empowered, you're stepping into your fullness, your bigness, like you are ready to just show up as you. And acknowledging how far you've come is what allows you to build in that confidence. Because the truth is, is that We're so often in the rat race of getting more and more and more that we forget how far we've come. So find ways every day to celebrate yourself, every single day. And then always strive to continue to see your next level self. And one thing I love doing, and this is huge in manifesting and in really achieving any outcome, is asking yourself, what does my future self Say, what does my future self like do? How do they act? How do they feel? So going back to my outcome, okay, next month I'm going to be doing, uh, making $10,000. So how does $10,000 earner Carla act? How does she feel? How does she show up? How does she speak, right? So answering these questions allows you to, before you become, you embody that person before you actually achieve the outcome and then the outcome becomes so much more easier to achieve. So striving for excellence blah, blah, striving for excellence is huge. <sighs> I've been talking a lot the last few weeks and listening and just oh my brain is a little bit pooped, but also oh my gosh, you guys, this is this week has been incredible. All right. So, step number 6 and the last step. Step number 6 is to live with gratitude and integrity. And I know that every, everyone talks about gratitude. Um, and, and I just want to remind you that, yeah, gratitude is huge. Gratitude is important because as we are, again, in the rat race, wanting to be more, do more, become more, you know, expand what we're doing, it's important to also be grateful for all the things that we have now. It's important to be grateful for what we've achieved now. You know, even starting with, like, I'm so thankful for my body, my vessel, I'm so thankful for my resiliency. I'm so thankful for being able to speak to share my truth. I'm so sex- I'm so grateful for all the people that have come before me, all the pioneers. For the support system I have. Like see like it can just and every time you tap into what you're grateful, your energy amplifies because you're in this grateful state, it makes you magnetic. And it allows you to achieve your outcomes and become successful much easier. It's a state of mind. And then I said to always live in gratitude and integrity. So integrity is a huge one. Um, Basically, it's just to walk your talk, right? So I honestly feel like a lot of people that are trying to start their business. And honestly, I'm going to be super honest with you. I was this person maybe like three years ago where I would see people that were around my level or below, and I would, in my head, judge what they were doing and not doing. And that was a a mirror of myself, right? I was judging myself because I was probably doing the same thing. And what having integrity means is walking your talk and actually doing the things that you are preaching, And this one's my favorite, doing the right thing even when no one's watching, right? So let's talk about building an online business. What you see is the launch, the clients, the testimonials. Those things are exciting and they're awesome to celebrate and also doing the inner work behind the scenes and the actual one-on-one calls that I get to do with my clients, like Those are the things that people don't see. Oh, my God, a great example is when you're not showing up on Instagram because you're so busy actually doing the work behind the scenes. Like, that's what we're talking about here. What is the purpose behind what you're wanting to be successful with? What is the intention behind it? And doing it, even when no one's watching, when you're not going to be celebrated by everyone, is living with integrity. Okay? All right, so let's sum these up before we wrap up. So number one is to always know your outcome. So remember, you want to see, hear, feel, and know that's when you know that the outcome has come through. You want to take messy, massive action. Number three, you want to pay attention to your results. You want to have that objective awareness. Number four, you want to be willing to change, having behavioral flexibility. You know, what can I, why do I need to shift? How do I need to shift? What do I need to do differently? Number five, you want to be focusing on excellence. My own self, I'm at very best all the time. And number six is you want to always live with gratitude and integrity. Mm. All right, with that, I leave you for today. If you like what you heard, share it with a friend. Help me spread the love. Help me help people be more successful, love their lives, feel more confident, more empowered, And if you want to share it on Instagram, make sure to tag me so I can give you my personal thank you. Otherwise, I will see you next week. Thank you so much for spending some time with me on this week's episode of the Soul Rhythm Podcast. If you absolutely love what you heard, head on to iTunes and leave us a review so we can keep the magic coming your way. Every month, we'll choose a review to highlight, and as a thank you, the winner will receive my exclusive Money Manifesting Essential Oil Blend. I love you so, so much and cannot wait to connect with you on next week's episode. Bye for now.